0: You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's
1: like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, with the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Cause Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside cause it's gross and icky. Who is that?
0: Howdy folks, this is Kevin Anderson with the Bleak and Review podcast coming at you once again. How is everybody out there? Miserable? Probably. But hopefully you're making the best of these unprecedented times that are not going to end anytime soon, at least in America. For my international listeners, I'm jealous. (laughs) I mean, I know you all have your own problems and stuff, but uh, as far as I know... Y'all are handling everything a lot better than we are here in the States. The colonies. <sighs> what a time to be doing a vaguely comedy podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing new if you've been listening to this show. I, I, this, isn't, this isn't any departure from form uh, as of the last couple of months. Just finding ways to deal with it all. Uh, I know that in California... In America, over here, certain historically terrible places are trying to reopen schools right now, when we have seen no signs of a decline from the cases of COVID nineteen. Particularly Orange County, uh, no Nazi stronghold slash home to a lot of sketchy white people who might not be Nazis, but they're not great. They're really uh, planning. They're planning on doing it. They're going to do it. They're going to open up the schools and they're going to send their children back to school because the economy question mark. As much as I'd like to blame this on the death cult that is capitalism, I I genuinely think a lot of these parents that are really pushing for this, you know, badgering their representatives to reopen schools and whatnot uh, are just sick of having their kids around. They didn't think that this is what they signed up for, which is... Oh, shit. What you mean unprecedented events are going to make my kids around more often? I can't just pawn them off on the schools, the overburdened school system? have you told me that, I would have definitely worn a condom. Jesus. Jesus Christ, I tell you.
1: It's
0: fucking disgusting. I know it's happening in other states, too. I think Utah is one of them, and I don't know the others off the top of my head, but it's... uh really fucking evil like kids are going to die it's going to happen if they if they go through with this if they reopen schools in the fall and we're still in the same boat that we're in right now which hopefully you know in a couple months things will be a little bit better actually no next month right school school starts in august is that correct it's been a long time since i've been to school schools for fools that's what i say but yeah if it's the same and they open there's going to kids are going to die and <laughs> It's at the point now where I know several people in my life who somebody close to them has either become incredibly debilitated from COVID-19 or has died from it. It's not a thing that's a phantom threat. There's people. I mean, a friend of the show, John Fahey's roommate got COVID. That's just one example. Other ones are people who are my friends on Facebook who I don't know if they'd want me to name check them but uh yeah it's it's really happening, and I can't imagine there's anybody listening to this that's still on the fence about whether they believe in the pandemic hype, but uh, if you are, cut that shit out because children are gonna die. <laughs> you fucking weirdos, I feel like all these parents sending their kids back like they're they're what we have, it's like our equivalent of like i mean, I guess there's still parents like this, but like this is like our version, the twenty twenty version of. Uh, my, my parents used to beat the shit out of me with a belt and I turned out fine. They're just like, oh, I, I never got sick when I was a kid. My kids are going to be strong. Uh, you don't know these, these pansies. And then their kids are going to die and then they're all of a sudden going to be like, they're either going to go one way. Like if this happens and I, you know, I don't want this to happen. I don't think it's funny when people that are anti-mask die because A, death isn't inherently funny. There's probably a few cases where an exception could be made. Like, you know, if Trump died, like by farting himself to death or something, I would definitely chuckle at that or pretty much anyone close to him. But for the most part, like your average ill-informed anti-masker, like, I don't think it's funny when they die because death, a death is not inherently funny. And B think of how many people they probably have infected along the way who were wearing their masks and trying to social distance and do everything right. And because some fucking freedom fighter, (laughs) needs to show the world that they cannot be tread upon is going to, uh, infect a bunch of innocent people and now their children also. So uplifting podcast, you betcha. Back in my day, we didn't have pandemics. We didn't have pandemics, pan sexuality, pan era bread. We didn't have any of this pan. There were two genders and nobody got sick. <laughs> Panda express. Shane Gillis. I don't know. Free associating now. Speaking of Shane Gillis, I mean, he didn't do anything new. He still sucks. But uh, in a very Shane Gillis turn of events, Nick Cannon, if you didn't hear, Nick Cannon uh, was wilded out on his podcast, as it were, talking about how Jews run everything. Because, you know, that's what we were missing in 2020. We had a huge black, like anti-black movement in this country, a lot of a lot of racism against blacks. We had a bunch of people not believing in the concept of science. And now we got anti-Semitism. It's like, OK, cool. My bingo card's almost fucking filled out. Uh, <laughs> Nick Cannon was on his podcast. If he missed it, I'll just give you some of the highlights. Nick Cannon went on his podcast with, he had a guest on Richard Griffin, also known as professor Griff, former member of public enemy, which is one of my favorite hip hop groups, but professor Griff was kicked out of public enemy in 1989 because he said, and I quote, the Jews are wicked and we can prove this. And the Jews are responsible for the majority of the wickedness that goes on across the globe. And Nick Cannon, you know, famous, uh, staple of the mask and other, uh, forgettable content <laughs> decided that's the kind of guest I want on my show. Let's go on and just like fucking riff on how Jews are evil. And, and on the podcast at one point, uh, professor Griff said, I'm hated now. Cause I told the truth, like t- saying some crazy Louis Farrakhan shit, you know, and, and Canon was like, Oh no, you're speaking facts. There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking the truth, which is, just read the room, dude. Even if you like, I can't. It's, it just keeps blowing my mind that famous people get caught up in this shit. Like, I understand. I mean, every, all the backlash is valid. Like, I'm here for people dragging Nick Cannon through the dirt. Like, fuck him. Fuck people that have all the money and, and power and, and still are ignorant as shit. Like, they need to be called out. But I can't even wrap my head around the mentality of like, I have this platform that reaches millions of people. Why don't I, why aren't I, uh, I should I should disclose my weird fucking undercover sketchy opinions about a specific group of people. Like like Shane Gillis saying all that weird shit about Asian people on on that podcast. Like I've said some weird stuff on this podcast. I don't think I've ever been overtly problematic, but I've made jokes that in retrospect I'm like, "Ooh, that wasn't that. That wasn't really in good taste." And I feel like really shitty about that. I have a much smaller reach than these people, and I can't imagine Being so confident in myself. Is it just because nobody ever tells them that they're wrong or that they can't do something and they just don't understand the repercussions? Because it seems like every time somebody says some terrible shit in a public setting, they're like, and when they're, you know, backed into a corner and have to apologize. They're like, I didn't know that my words would hurt people. I'm sorry. I didn't know that this was bad and I will do better. It's like you've been alive for what Nick Cannon's like, what, 39? You've been alive for longer than me by almost a decade, and you've had access to technology this whole time, you know, like, like, how do you not know? Even if you believe crazy shit, how do you not know how to not talk about it? Like, how, how, can, how, do you, how do you end up in these situations? Like, it's so fucking stupid. This isn't a call for celebrities to bury their terrible opinions more often. Uh, it's more of just an observation. It's a, it's a thing that fascinates me because I can't wrap my head around it. Much like I can't wrap my head around anti-science people or racists or homophobes or transphobes because it just doesn't make sense to me, I'm inherently fascinated with poor judgment skills. <laughs> uh, I believe just wrapping up this story before we get to the rest of the episode. Yeah, I said Lewis. I was talking about Lewis Farrakhan earlier. Uh, Nick Cannon was like, he was like, ah, oh, on the same episode, he said it was a shame that Lewis Farrakhan had been silenced on facebook and it's like it's like those people who come at you and they're like well everyone needs a platform that's how we get diverse intellectual courses by giving a platform to people who spew hate and people who uh, genuinely want everyone to get along like we have to see both sides like no there's certain people that you don't need to hear from and it's people that incite violence and hate and racism like I'm pretty sure a few days after this story or like the day yesterday when I'm on the day I'm recording this, I believe it was July 15th, a synagogue was shot up. Uh, just, you know, coincidence. Sure. People get, people do horrible things all the time, but it seems interesting when, uh, you know, somebody with a giant platform is promoting anti-Semitism and then a bunch of Jews get shot at, uh, interesting connection for sure. And now like Facebook is, I mean, at least my Facebook is mostly on the right side of history, but I'm seeing an interesting uptick in uh – in people who have been incredibly vocal about Black Lives Matter stuff now being like, well, he wasn't technically wrong because Jews are mostly one of the part of the 1%, which is not true. First of all, white Christians make up most of the 1%. But it's also like, oh, look at you being selectively woke. Like, you want to talk about how Black Lives Matter, which they absolutely do. But then as soon as, like, somebody says some crazy shit about Jews, you're like, mm, yeah, but I kind of hate Jews, so I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> you got to be in or out, motherfucker. Speaking of in or out... uh <laughs> Those are some tasty burgers, aren't they? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. This isn't a segue, but we got a, we got a fun episode coming up here. Uh, in a moment, I'm going to be talking with a friend of the show, comedian Andrew Polk, all the way from Louisiana, I believe in New Orleans. And I'm actually recording this episode in order, so I can't even give you a preview of what we're going to talk about. But I can guarantee you it'll be a fun time because Andrew Polk is hilarious and a good boy. Um, coming up right now after this musical interlude, we actually have an ad. I know we haven't had a lot of ads on the show lately, but we have one coming up for uh, Mark Bagman, Attorney of the Damned. And I'm very excited to hear that. Uh, it sounds like a business that must be thriving right now. And once you hear the ad, I'm sure you'll agree. So we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak in Review after this ad with Andrew Polk. Stick around. Are you a rich and powerful celebrity or politician? Have you ever wondered how Sony of your kind have gotten off scot-free?
1: Was it money? Was it influence? No, it was magic! Hi, I'm Mark Bagman, attorney of the damned. As part of their pre-existing deal with satanic forces that mere morals can't possibly understand, the rich and famous of the world acquired the services of me, Mark Bagman. We work on contingency. We only take your soul if we win, and if we don't, You only face a devastating, ironic twist to the deal you made with consequences you never intended. Just look at our happy clients. I believe we have the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. of what the special counsel knows about the relationship between Trump and the Trump team and the Russians. Ring!
0: The special counsel's investigation did not find that Trump campaign or anyone associated
1: with it conspired or coordinated with Russia. And what about Susan Collins' vote on the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation? Judge Kavanaugh has received rave reviews for his 12-year track record as a judge, including for his judicial temperament. Judge Kavanaugh has received rave reviews for his 12-year track record as a judge, including for his judicial temperament. This is not a criminal trial, and I do not believe that claims such as these need to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt. This is not a criminal trial, and I do not believe that the claims such as these need to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. Need to get away with a rape conviction with a slap on the wrist? Potentio Albinus! Prosecutors, along with the victim and her supporters, were both disappointed and baffled by the judge's decision to sentence former Stanford swimmer Brock Turner to just six months in county jail and probation for sexually assaulting a woman who passed out drunk at a campus party last year. Wait, what did you just say? It's a whitening spell. It's Latin for white power. I know what that means. Just ask every police force of every major city in America. Empathy charm! You've seen the
0: impact on uh, the Van Dykes and their family, the children, Uh, that's the shame. The family are suffering a tremendous amount
1: of pain during this along with Laquan McDonald's family and loved ones. blocker. The New York Times reported that Michael Brown was, quote, no angel. The report explained he dabbled in drugs and alcohol, which presumably is why he stole the Swisher Sweets, since Swisher Sweets are routinely used to smoke pot. Along with many more satisfied clients. The Twinkie
0: Defense. O.J. Simpson. Everyone forgetting that Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist. Green Book winning Best Picture. And every Woody Allen movie made in the past
2: 25 years.
1: Call the office of Mark Backman now. Remember, that's Mark with the C, the demonic spelling. Call back, Badman, a journey for the
0: 6666 Six, 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 six,
2: six, six, six. Parcel Tongue. Same thing, but there wasn't like a stop and start. The the second you click the link, it was live. Oh no! <laughs> and my my friend said, "Hey, I'm uh, testing out stuff for a podcast. Do you like have a minute?" And I thought he just meant like testing the app or making sure the levels. And then it was like, "So when did you stop believing in God?" <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> just going like, going right for the jugular.
2: <laughs> like, oh, I didn't I didn't know this was an impromptu podcast. I think that's. <laughs> Every conversation I have now is being mined for content.
0: That's what the NSA does now. They don't even like, they're not even like monitoring us for like terror threats or anything. They're just cobbling together weird podcasts of conversations.
2: Do you think our FBI guys like us?
0: Oh, I I have a few that uh, are my Patreon subscribers now. (laughs) They come through and they're just like, hey, man, uh, love the stuff. Here's five bucks a month. By the way, uh, you're going to go to Guantanamo. (laughs) Yeah,
2: please don't actually kill that guy. But I
0: enjoyed the memes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Uh, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but a while ago on Facebook, I had posted Is it the same to say I'm going to kill the president as it is that I want to kill the president asking for a friend? And I got banned. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and then I just when I I got banned, I screenshot it and I just posted the screenshot of my band saying, well, I guess I found my answer and I got banned again.
2: (laughs) You should have printed out the screenshot and sent it to (laughs) whoever you were referring to.
0: Yeah, just it's like hey here's your answer i'll send it through snail mail
2: <laughs> it would be funny if you were not referring to who we presume and it was like Louis anderson you're like i'm gonna
1: fucking
0: <laughs> i'm gonna fucking kill Louis anderson <laughs> i'm gonna reanimate john pinnett's corpse and then kill him again <laughs> i don't See, know why I my always, brain went to fat guys but
2: <laughs> probably because i mentioned Louis anderson yeah I, <laughs> no, exactly <laughs> if i had to wager how have
0: you been buddy oh boy
2: it's good to hear
0: your voice (laughs) it's good to hear yours uh i like i'm doing okay you know everything is couched with the caveat of like hey i'm doing okay on a vaguely personal level despite my couple of mental breakdowns and whatnot but like you can't really answer that without launching into a diatribe about how america's on its deathbed you know oh
2: yeah it's uh it almost seems cruel to ask people how they're doing right now.
0: Yeah, like it's 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 like it's it's like you're fucking tricking them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, also, what kind of lunatic would, you know, respond like, "Oh, I'm great." <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is a certain genre of social media, people in my social media spheres that are like have not, and not that it's their job to, but like, especially like specifically, but they've not been vocal about anything, and they're just still like, oh yeah, we're gonna be doing yoga via Zoom, and like, <laughs> like they, like they're just talking about stuff like nothing is burning to the ground, and I, I get very confused by that because it's like to not acknowledge it, and people can use their social media for whatever they want, I guess I don't really care, but it's just very, it seems very like, how can you live that way, <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, I guess those people have therapy or ho- hopefully i suppose is, is the yeah. correct way to say that I, um, yeah. you know i kind of struggled because i was you know very like priding myself on you know i i only post jokes and my podcast is just me right. being a lunatic and i still right. be funny all the time but when you're just so enveloped in the world's sorrow Right, it's, you know, I kind of felt like, do I, am I adding to the sorrow by pointing it out and complaining? Am I helping in any way? Am I a fool with an internet connection? What, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do?
0: That's, dude. I don't. You probably. It's fine if you have it, but that is exactly what I've been talking about like for like since like george floyd was murdered like that's what like five weeks worth of bleak and review was about was like me trying to figure out how to continue doing a comedy podcast
2: i (laughs) think Uh, it was also about hamilton what i heard
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you know i've got i've got my very two specific things that i need to go to the mat for and it's black lives matter and lin-manuel miranda's career on disney (laughs) plus
2: the the strangest thing about all the hamilton stuff was realizing all of my friends have disney plus
0: dude i I swear i've been paying for it since like i got it because i was like oh cool i can watch all the marvel movies again and then i did that and then i just didn't touch it for like three months until i was just just losing money essentially yeah um, very strange well i did what i think most
2: uh red-blooded white-skinned american males did (laughs) and i watched the uh the mandalorian
0: yes and yes I, I think that's probably why i got it yeah and
2: then you know i you know watched some simpsons and was like all right that's enough
1: <laughs>
2: i don't need yeah, they, to see frozen two.
0: <laughs> it is hard for me to like i i finally broke out of it but i was like hard for me to like enjoy lighthearted content right now like it's been better recently but for a while there i would be like i'm not gonna watch this fucking like andy samberg movie and then like <laughs> I, I just couldn't like i couldn't do it because i would just start like i would just think no i gotta turn back to like news desk breakdowns of what fucking crimes happened in america this week <laughs> like that's like the only thing i feel justified watching
2: i uh i was going through the same thing and i was trying to i was doing the opposite i was like well maybe i need to relax with you know just like a cool refreshing breezy shit i watch
0: some sure. parks
2: parks and recreation which i don't <laughs> fucking watch <laughs> it
0: and doesn't put, seem like your thing
2: <laughs> I, I put it on and i was like these fucking assholes they're pro-government <laughs> they're fucking
0: <laughs> ron swanson's got it right
2: <laughs> yeah i'm like You're listening like- to ron swanson you know say bacon is good and just picturing like all these guys buying that T-shirt at Target, and I was just fucking furious.
0: <laughs> that's what. That's what. Uh, that's why I supported the looting in uh, in Minneapolis is because I knew they were getting a lot of funny T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> they were supported... getting a lot of uh, <laughs> vintage Arrested Development banana stand shirts. And shit. <laughs> I hope that
2: the I hope that the looting made it down to Pawnee. That's. <laughs>
0: I don't think pa- I think Pawnee got wiped off the map. <laughs> I think it's just they they firebombed the one building holding that city together, and now it's just gone. Oh, thank God! Uh, speaking of which, we're back here on Bleak and Review. I remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me today on this quarantine quickie, number twenty-seven, I believe, is veter- venerated comedian Louisiana's own Andrew Poe. Hey, hey, hey i think it's my
2: <laughs> is this my fourth time this is my fourth time i think on bleak
0: i think so uh if the if the the cannon is intact it's your third time and then one time we had some connoisseur of gas station food
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah what, what was his name like steven hot dog or whatever <laughs>
0: i don't bever trilby i have no idea <laughs> Uh, but yes, and also I like that we we launched immediately into like zoo crew shock jock energy when I introduced you, <laughs> like because that's the I, shit I'm talking about. There's people still doing their podcasts during like this global catastrophe, and they're just like, all right, we're gonna be talking about farts today.
2: <laughs> if you've uh, if you've used a slide whistle in the last four months, <laughs> you don't get unemployment.
0: Oh, dude, I straight up I straight up socked a dude in the street for having a lilt in his gate. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was he was while he was prancing around a little too carefree. And I was like, look around you, you simp. And then I hit him. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, it's never been a worse time
2: for whimsy. This is the worst time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whimsy didn't exist in World War Two. There was no like Etsy store selling like a cactus necklace that says like. <laughs> You know, keep it sharp and <laughs> yeah.
0: it was just unfiltered cigarettes and dead husbands. That's all it was.
1: <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> that think, was World War uh, too.
2: You know, the country was better for it. If you grew up and your you know, your dad had coal lung, that many cared about you.
0: <laughs> coal lung or sailor's rot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, just like some some degenerative disease from moving cinder blocks from one location to another location. <laughs> like,
0: I've got I've got construction joints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah if, that is this is the thing though. You're right. There is a certain amount of like, it, and like obviously like people have to have some kind of outlet, or we would all have blown our fucking brains out by now, right? Like, I think that's I think that's kind of so. Like, I understand that people need a reprieve, but. It, it, there is like you do it does kind of enrage one to like to like see that like some frivolous shit where like someone's like like comedy infighting has never been more pointless because comedy's not even going to be around <laughs> like it's not it's done pretty much for a while and like I see these fucking L A comedy scene Facebook groups where people are like arguing about what can and can't be a joke and I'm like who the fuck gives a shit dude <laughs> what are, you, are you trying to polish your act for your fucking zoom show or people will it be like four people in attendance and they'll all have muted their mics and gone off into another room <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm
2: like waiting in line to donate plasma so i can buy cheese and i'm looking <laughs> I'm looking at my phone like, oh, man, I, I can't believe that guy said that on, on a podcast eight years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's drag him,
2: queen. <laughs> <laughs> it is, <laughs> There's is. There's been a lot of like funny. Rep- it's just because people, you know, are like desperate for any interaction, whether it's positive or negative. So sure. They're there. I, you know, I, I felt like I saw a lot of this comedy infighting coming and. I felt like it was such a statement of comedians going, thank God black lives matter is over so I can complain about my fucking
0: hobby that no one cares
2: about anymore. (laughs) I mean, that's exactly how I, how I felt about it.
0: Yeah. Like, like people, people are like, like, all right, I know that I can't say it right now, but really, the thing—I I posted something about this the other day, where I was like, you know, there's still at least one comic out there who's like, yeah, but the real, imp- the real enemy is improv comedy. Like, like they're <laughs> still, like, they still can't get over their petty shit, and they're just like waiting for like the the latency period where they can talk about all of their petty bullshit again. Uh, and then like they got like a timer on their phone. They're like, "All right, it's been 2 <laughs> weeks since Brianna Taylor was murdered. Uh, there's still been no justice, but I got this thing to say about club bookers." <laughs> it would be funny
2: if somebody did like an i an Apple Watch app that was like a countdown timer until you can complain about nonsense again
0: and every, <laughs> it's like, it's like
2: <laughs> every time an innocent black person is murdered the timer gets like another two days added on you got like it's some like flappers I- comic looking at his watch going god damn it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i want to pay the festival the 70 dollar virtual festivals coming up i gotta get my time in <laughs> And these fucking black people keep dying, and it's fucking up my whole shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like an app like that X amount of days since I had my last cigarette or whatever. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, man. Ugh comedy right now i can't even imagine like i've been asked to do a couple zoom shows and one of them i didn't reply quick enough to so i did i lost the spot and the other one i just didn't want to do and i can't but like i also like what am i going to talk about like everyone's going to be there like doing their act from the before times and it's just like it's kind of like the parks and rec thing you're just going to be like Shh, man <laughs> I mean, dating was weird <laughs> you know yeah
2: 9-11 was crazy, <laughs> but- but now there's a new current nine eleven happening.
0: <laughs> We're in the current nine eleven, but let me tell you about why there's only two genders. <laughs> <laughs> I uh
2: I haven't done any uh I haven't done any like Zoom or Instagram shows. I, I haven't been asked to. I'm not gonna <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no one's asked me to.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kinda too- in the same boat. I've got two requests for the last five or whatever, four months of this shit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've watched some. uh, I guess I watched like uh, the comedy quarantine and stuff. And it was really just like kind of uh, like it was like room raiders. You know, it's like the (laughs) the comic on there is just like, and here's my desk, and this is my coffee mug. You
0: know? <laughs> this is where the magic happens. <laughs> what up? M- this is MTV's shitty cribs.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I meant cribs. I said Room Raiders, so I apologize. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. This is
0: the I meant the next bus comes through. <laughs> all of that, all of that early two thousands programming, man, it's great
2: room raiders was fucked up because each episode began with a kidnapping that the person right. like can you imagine that now like some oh, some God. like 18 year old college freshman woman is like making tea and then some guys kick in her fucking door kidnapper. her <laughs>
0: Just immediate taser, like immediate pepper spray. Like, every, like, like, like that would, that you couldn't do that now. And then the, but like, I guess, like, it's kind of how it's one of those things of, like, I know the, how the sausage gets made now with reality TV, which means like you, like, they had, they couldn't just do that. Like, they had to be like, all right, you got to act like we're breaking in and kidnapping you. But like, it's still, it doesn't play well. <laughs>
2: yeah you're like uh, you're saying santa claus isn't real right now i i want (laughs) i want room raiders to be real also that would be a great way to actually kidnap somebody you kick in their door throw the bag over their head and they go oh don't worry it's just room raiders
0: (laughs) yeah just sign this (laughs) sign this and it is just like a crying jordan meme but
2: (laughs) i hope uh jizz lane isn't uh listening to this podcast
0: (laughs) Is that like uh, town? Is that another? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I cannot believe I have not heard, thought, or seen of of, of that before. That is perfect. Jizz yeah, it- Lane. <laughs> That's where the Beatles recorded "Fucking Abbey Road."
0: Jizz <laughs> <laughs> Lane is in my ears and in, in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> in this dimly lit uh <laughs> casting couch station i don't know i'm trying to do a penny lane riff uh <laughs> god damn. but so you're you've been in new orleans for this right yeah i
2: am uh i had a series of setbacks in los
0: angeles <laughs> that's the way to put it
2: <laughs> well i i decided to do the three most stressful things at once uh I ended a three-and-a-half-year relationship. I quit my job, and I decided to move back to Louisiana all at the Oof. same time.
0: Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> and, uh, that is that's a whirlwind.
2: Yeah, and the, the moving was really just at first. It was like, I just need to get out of Los Angeles for a little while and see what's up. And sure. then uh, that was at the end of February. Whoops! It, yeah, so I... um. I got here and uh lockdown I think happened on March 9th or 10th. So yeah, I had a like a few days of normalcy and now it's been who knows four months, five months, six months forever and uh yeah. you know I'm uh, I'm just kind of stationed here now with uh, no plans to come back since uh uh I was going to save this for later in the podcast as <laughs> a, as an exclusive but Oh, I like it. I'm gonna. I'll just go ahead and say it. Entertainment is dead.
0: <laughs> uh, you heard it here first, folks, on this podcast, which is no longer considered entertainment.
2: <laughs> live, live entertainment. I mean,
0: <laughs> no, I like the idea that no one's ever gonna have a good time. <laughs> like yeah yeah no you're not even a even the ball in the cup toy like you can't you can't do that anymore
2: something's gonna happen like the magnetic poles are gonna reverse and wipe out like everyone's dvds and fuck up everybody's (laughs) playstation so we'll have no entertainment
0: Oh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a worldwide uh, streaming blackout and everyone's going to be like, what happened on Drag Race? And be like, I don't know. I think the problematic person's still in it. Uh, (laughs) But um, That might have been last season. I haven't even been watching. I'm just throwing fucking shit at the wall. But yeah, it's it's absolutely like I I, other than like I started like recording some music and stuff at the beginning of quarantine. That's on pause right now because, boy, have I sloughed in my uh, my (laughs) productivity department uh, but like I'm still trying to do this consistently and shit and but like people are like saying like oh yeah well you know I gotta keep writing jokes for when stand-up comes back and I'm like that's either gonna be like even when it does come back most of the shows you've good got could have got booked on aren't gonna be a thing because the bar is gonna go under or it's gonna like need to boost profits and we all know stand-up doesn't do that and like clubs aren't gonna be a thing it's all fucked and then like movie like you said like movies everything is is on hold like it's very harrowing that Sonic the Hedgehog could very win best, very much win best picture next year. <laughs>
2: like I, uh, I look forward to Trolls World Tour winning best foreign <laughs> film, even though it's not foreign.
0: I
1: just i just
0: choked okay. on miller
1: light okay?
2: all over
0: the i'm okay i just choked on miller light <laughs> it's it sounded like you
2: left to do
0: a dab and started laughing
2: <laughs> oh yeah let me go
0: dab and then floss dance real quick <laughs>
2: <laughs> well uh you know even if let's say all the comedy clo- clubs and stuff come back as normal uh we're not the only comedians that have been sitting on the sidelines so it's gonna be you know, five months of Joe Rogan, Whitney (laughs) Cummings, uh, David Spade, you know, like actual celebrity comedians doing every fucking show.
0: Yeah, yeah, like every like flappers gig will be like, we have these... Very, very eager to get back on stage. Professionals. So uh, I'm sorry, white guy with five friends from his office. You're not going to be on this show today.
2: Yeah. And then, like, you know, what if you are, I'm going to get up there and be like, hey, do you, you guys remember Tiger King from two and a half years ago?
0: <laughs> remember that guy? Remember Joe Exotic? Who? what a goofball he was. <laughs> remember how he probably killed a lady?
2: <laughs> remember... How Joe exotic proved how much people hate women because (laughs) I mean, this is sincere. Joe exotic has hours of footage of him threatening to kill a woman and like holding a handgun and everyone's fucking response is fuck carol baskins
0: right right yeah it's crazy i never watched this shit but i know because i've been on the internet when it came out so i know like the, the highlights of it and it is like that's a thing about like true crime in general that always bums me out is like it's a celebration of like the worst c- shit and like but like it does like make people like joe exotic a fucking celebrity where he's got like his own fucking like like, number one in the U.S. for, like, weeks in a row on Netflix. Like, yeah, we just can't get enough of this guy who wants to kill women.
2: <laughs> but it's, it's okay, because he, sound, he sounds funny.
0: Right, he's wacky, and he's got big cats, <laughs> and, his, and his hair's funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even, like, a dark secret. Like, there are YouTube videos of up of him holding a gun saying, I'm going to kill this woman. <laughs> this isn't a joke. And everyone's yeah. response is, well, that woman's a bitch.
0: That's, that's the true crime. That's the true crimes equivalent of butter emails. <laughs> 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 that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And that's like, this shit is like now, like, like, Oh God. And you mentioned Joe Rogan earlier. isn't he like just doing shows anyway? Cause he doesn't believe in the virus. Cause he's a fucking moron. Like, isn't that what's going on?
2: He did. Uh, he did a show in Houston and it was the same uh the same club that Brian Callen and uh Brendan Schaub got coronavirus at. I Great. didn't realize I didn't realize that Callen and Schaub were on the same show. I thought those were separate shows in separate places. It's all at the same place in Houston.
0: It's just a centralized hub. Well that's where the government's been manufacturing COVID nineteen. <laughs> Is that that comedy club?
2: <laughs> I uh that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. <clears throat> I, I Well, also, the shows were, I mean, I guess you can have an opinion on whether it's safe or not, but they were uh, also selling out the shows, which they were totally not supposed to do. And they were disregarding whatever safety measures would have been in place. So it was like twice as dumb.
0: Yeah, like, on one level, like you're saying, like, yes, there is a way that conceivably this could probably be done safe. Even though, like, it's still not 100% and it's a thing like, no, we should be reserving these kinds of restrictions for essential shit, not frivolous bro comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And And then to defy even that and then sell out, like, go max capacity. Like, say what you will about Chappelle and his weird stuff, but, like, that 826 thing he did, at the very least... Uh, or 846 whatever it is uh give or take 20 seconds of murder (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's like at least that was like outdoors and everyone was like super far away and had masks on it's like okay that's like sure like it still didn't need to happen with an audience i don't know but like the fact that a club that it's just it just speaks volumes to uh people that have influence and power and they just just do it to put everyone's life at risk like like joe rogan is just like and he's been like aggressively like anti-mask on his podcast and shit too he just doesn't give a fuck he's like no dude fucking look at my fucking lats dude i'm not getting sick (laughs) it's it's, but it's so fucking dangerous it's so dangerous for everybody else because he's he has that much influence over everybody
2: yeah it's true and uh you see things like Trump actually wore a mask the other day, right? And right. I'm I'm sure mask numbers went through the roof at that kind of shit happening. And yeah. like Joe Joe Rogan is probably correct. I'm sure he's in great health and the greatest health of all being rich. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, he can be flippant about the mask, but also there's like 30 million people listening to him going, "Well, I don't." You know, I don't want to be a pussy when I go to yeah. Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. I want to get my lime slushy, and, I'm gonna, and I'm not, I don't want to have to have any cloth getting in between me and that cold, cold drink. <laughs> the,
2: the mask argument in the South is very funny. Since, yeah, that's what uh, I was going
0: to ask about, actually, is like what it's like for you in Louisiana with all this shit.
2: Well, I see a lot more on Twitter of people complaining about people not wearing masks than I've actually seen. I've seen very few people not complying, and I certainly haven't seen, like, any fistfights or anything. But yeah. when I when I do, like, sneak on Facebook and look at things that I know will upset me, it's, <laughs> right. always, it's always people that are like, I ain't wearing no mask except for Mardi Gras. Halloween, when I'm duck hunting, when I'm deer hunting. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All these, uh, when when I'm scuba diving, like all these. but it's like, but if the government told me and that's the other thing is a lot of it, it's not even a, I think a lot of the push for it. it was, some of its Republicans, for sure, like crazy, like conservatives. That, but now that like you said, now that Trump's been had a mask on, like you could see all of them and they don't believe in anything, really. So they're just like, oh, oh I yeah. guess I like masks now. A lot of them are these fucking libertarian fucks. Who like, the government can't tell me to do things because I don't believe in laws, Like, it's just <laughs> fools, just fucking idiot fools and they're like the ones that i see the most pushback from and like that's like it's just ugh, my neighbor is kind of like that but he's also 24 so i'll allow it you know <laughs> like, but he's just like you can't you can't make people do the right thing that's tyranny and i'm just like no that's what laws are <laughs> like what are it's you talking not, about
2: yeah it's you know it's not tyranny if they're doing the right Thing. I, I, you know i i can i can at least understand the stupid argument of it it's just like people are being such like these people that call everyone snowflakes and babies and everything are being the biggest babies like oh absolutely you can't breathe well i i hope you never want to celebrate halloween ever again
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then,
2: and then their excuse is, well, that's why I wear blackface because I don't want to wear a mask.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, oh. it's really hard for me to to breathe in my Al Jolson mask, so I just, <laughs> so I just, I just put shoe polish on my face. Man, Al Jolson mask. So it's a mask, and then it's painted <laughs> over the mask. <laughs> Yeah, it's a white mask. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's, you just, you have to go. It's, a, there's layers to it. It's meta, it's a metaphor. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, if but
2: you're going to edit all of this out.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no. We could, they're 27 minutes into this segment. It was about time we brought up blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you expect out of an Andrew Polk appearance?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, my iWatch had the countdown on for that.
0: <laughs> i do like there's some people on twitter who are like and it's you know usually old white guys are like i pull it and they're like trying to be super dramatic about it They're like i put on a face mask the other day to go to the store and within seconds i had trouble breathing in it and it's like so you've never eaten pussy or like what like what are you talking about <laughs> like it's not that difficult like yeah sometimes it smells if you don't wash it for a while but it's like i've never i've like exercised in it and like uh, maybe a little bit but i don't i mean breathing problems aside I know some people have actual breathing problems and that's a whole different story but like for the most part it's like not a, it's not a hindrance and people are like they they these people will like grasp at any excuse to just be on that side because they want to be right more than they want to like actually believe in something you know oh,
2: oh yeah their, their their cause is uh, contrition mostly and mm. some of the most disgusting tweets I saw were people responding to Trump wearing the mask saying like you know, like, oh, he's the first person to look manly in a mask, or, oh, <laughs> like, Trump is the least fucking. He would he would burn your house down if you said hello to him, and you want to, <laughs> and you're acting like he's Thanos wearing a fucking <laughs> diaper on his face.
0: I like, well oh, that's what a man looks like at a mask. See how his skin is oozing out the sides. <laughs> because he's yeah, not actually human anymore.
2: <laughs> I, I like that the epitome of masculine bodies for these people is having the frame of a flamingo. Like your <laughs> like his legs are behind his ass. It looks like <laughs> his gut acts as an umbrella for his shoes. That's how he, that's how he stands.
0: He's got a boot cut torso. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Yeah. I can't, it's, it's, it's insane that like, ah, that's, that's, it's so, it's so, it's such an easy thing. And the fact that like, I don't know if what's going on like Louisiana with it, but like Orange County in California, I talked about this in the intro a little bit, but Orange County is like trying to reopen schools right now. Like they're like, no, we're going back and we're going back next month. Like we're sending our kids there. It's like, what? How, what? why do you want your kid like it seems like they want their kids out of the house so bad they're like eh, if they die you know it's not technically my fault the government opened the schools <laughs> like that it's fucking terrifying it's like a death cult man <laughs> yeah
2: a, i i agree that it's a death cult but also i'm kind of like well i don't have kids so i <laughs> yeah. don't you know i don't know what it's like and but uh, the situation that's happening here in Louisiana is uh, public schools have a online option. Uh, private schools, Catholic schools mostly, do not. And uh, I saw like some tweets and things going around saying that like certain school districts could could have more money based on like. Basically, it was saying like. White school districts have more money, so they're going to have like oh definitely more, more cleaning supplies and like uh, smaller class sizes and stuff. But my my sister's a teacher, and she's saying that it's as she's saying that it's quite bad still. Like they're being expected to bring their own cleaning supplies, right. and young students uh, that don't have masks are going to be around older students that do have masks. So there's no actual even like feigned coat of protection so it's it's a fucking clusterfuck everywhere and it's gonna be really bad for for poor communities
0: uh, oh absolutely because there are like even before the pandemic communities specifically communities of color and lower income communities and stuff like have just way less resources than rich white communities and so places like orange county which i don't know exactly uh, which section of Orange County is doing this or if it's the whole thing? But like, I'm, I'm presuming that these are all like, you know, people that have boats and shit that are just like, ah, no, I, I'll throw enough money at it. it's a problem and it'll go away. And it's like, oh, over the, the bodies of like 300 dead black kids? Great. Like, it's, it's, there's going, we're going to see cases happen because, like you said, they're not, there's going to be kids at school without masks on. And that's already like, they're going to be in classrooms. Like, you can't avoid it. Like, we've seen what happens when people just go to shitty house parties, you know?
2: Yeah. And whether or not kids get sick and die, there's still going to be carriers for the virus around their families. And it's already shown like what it can do to lower income communities and people that, you know, don't have any health care because America doesn't want them to, you know, it's (laughs) going to be a ripple effect for years and years and years.
0: Absolutely. And that's like the big problem because like one of the, You know, hack leftist responses to these things is like, oh, you don't want to wear a mask. Well, uh, I'm not going to cry when you get COVID and die. I'm like, well, I'm going to be real sad because they're going to infect a whole lot of people that didn't do anything wrong before they die. Like, so it's not like a case of like, oh, natural selection. I'm (laughs) I'm like, which is like, you know, just kind of crazy in its own right. It's like a very weird dismissal of human life, even if someone disagrees with you on things and maybe is ill informed to be like, well, they should probably fucking die then, like. It's pretty intense and i don't enjoy that rhetoric <laughs> yeah if it was everybody that
2: gets it and then dies like the disease dies with them like no one spreads it maybe you could be a little more nihilistic about yeah fuck them but yeah there's some nurse that's going to be taking care of these sick <laughs> people right. that you know it's uh, no it's absolutely not-
0: it's gonna be some nurse or some fucking poor babysitter or like whatever job that's gonna get you in con like any essential worker like some f- poor bastard at ralph's like it's yeah. just like yeah, all these people that are like just trying to work and 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 stay alive are like now at risk because you think you have some theoretical right to not wear a mask <laughs> uh what do you
2: think the craziest mask at rock and roll ralph's has been <laughs> the craziest sure mask there's like probably flames and stuff like that are there band mat is there like a system of a down mask that i can get <laughs> and wear to rock and roll ralph's
0: I, I got a mud vein one. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> I guess... no, I've seen I've seen a few masks with like with like slogans and words on them but it's like mostly stuff like Black Lives Matter or like wear a mask, you asshole, like stuff like that. <laughs> I haven't seen any I haven't seen any mer- a band merch yet. <laughs> Well, I had the
2: mask that said, uh, "If you can read this, the bitch fell off." Oh that yeah, was... no,
0: that is that is the best. That was the highlight of my day when I saw that on Instagram.
2: That was <laughs> my golden goose that got away from me. Was that a was that an Etsy purchase? I that I photoshopped that, and then I was gonna like actually make them, and then like I talked to the people. I was like, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to profit off a pandemic and deal with all this shit. I don't want to do that.
0: I totally get that. But I got to say that would be the ultimate Andrew Polk branding opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't think of a thing that more perfectly encapsulates your brand than a face mask that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. <laughs>
2: I, I could have other face masks that say, like, the virus isn't real, but I don't want to catch it.
0: Um. <laughs> this this virus uh, no, no, yeah the, this the, this masks uh, this mask supports fascists uh, <laughs> one. uh my other mask is your wife's pussy <laughs> oh
2: that's great i love that's that not bad
0: that's not bad i don't know i think uh maybe maybe i'll uh look into what Like, cause I know there's sites where you could just like type in shit and post upload images and they'll just make shirts for you and stuff. I think, uh, I might do a selective, a select run of, (laughs) of comedy masks. (laughs) You should do it and
2: take it down to Fairfax where like Supreme and all that is just set up (laughs) a little card table, sell them for a thousand dollars (laughs) each.
0: I'll go out by the movies, pop up restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Sell them to all the kevin smith stands out there <laughs> oh that's fucking great so uh on the day-to-day out there because like i don't know what your lockdown situation has been la has been all over the place like we went through actual curfew for a while and then like we had like like transit closed down and stuff like how is like the general vibe in new orleans like is it pretty s- quiet or is are there people that are just like fuck this i'm gonna do whatever i want because there's a lot of that in la people are just out and about couldn't give a fuck about wearing a mask and stuff i'm just wondering well, like, what the general vibe is around there
2: from i would say like
0: march to mid-april it was
2: pretty dead and uh every bar was absolutely closed um restaurants were takeout only and uh Really the only people you saw out and about were like construction workers, yard workers, you know, mailmen, all like actual essential workers and things like that. Yeah. And then really kind of in the middle of May, they went to quote unquote phase two and bars with patios open. So people started right. going to bars with patios and some stores opened up and things like that. And then the numbers went back up. So we went back to all the bars closed like a week ago and people are just seemingly kind of confused there's uh, no entertainment you know it's an it's an entertainment city bourbon right. streets bourbon streets dead every bar is closed there's no live music there's no touring bands there's no festivals and it's the heat index yesterday was 115 so people Jesus are Christ People are fucking going crazy. Are like, you sure? Like Walgreens is just out of liquor. They're just like <laughs> we don't. We don't have any. Here's some schnapps if you yeah, would prefer.
0: We have, we have a, we have one flask of Svedka left. And that's it. Like you're on your own, make some fucking bathtub gin or something. I don't know. It's, it's also
2: not fun to get wasted when it's 115 degrees.
0: Dude, I totally agree. I actually had that sick. Cause it was, it wasn't 115 here, but it was like a hundred, a few days ago. It was like 98 to a hundred degrees. And like I was like, you know, working during the day, I like got my, from home, I worked from home and I was just like. Uh, well, I guess I'll after work. I guess I'll just like it's still hot as fuck. I'm like I guess I'll like take acid and drink. And I was just like this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> just like so sweaty and uncomfortable. Just like blasting the AC and then getting like weird chills because of the drugs. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> what am I doing? I feel like I've been like try having a hard time retaining consistent sanity uh in this because drinking like you know most of the time you're drinking alone when you're drinking during this shit like sometimes <laughs> i'm on a google hang with people and like we're but i'm like drinking and then like yelling at my phone like yeah hey, not quite as fun and <laughs> social uh how are you how are you uh, maintaining any semblance of mental health or, or are you <laughs> um
2: i'm uh what is today i'm 12 days sober whoa that's big uh I was just it's not like a I don't think it's a lifestyle change or anything. It's just like I'm I drank everything for from March until twelve days ago. Yep. <laughs> I'm I'm going to retire drinking and become a gamer. yes yes be toxic in a different way (laughs) yeah so i've been you know i've been playing like fucking luigi's mansion and just like I'm. i'm still doing drugs i'm not crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah for me it was uh for me it's been over overwatch and uh donkey kong country tropical freeze (laughs) oh nice (laughs) yeah those are the games i've been playing lately that has also helped me uh from uh I was taking a lot of Xanax for a while, which boy, I uh, immediately developed a dependency on that, and then had a little mental breakdown a few weeks ago. Uh, So I've been trying to like just be like, okay, after six, I'll drink, and uh, and I know that you were drinking because I was listening to your podcast. uh, I wish I was dead. (laughs) Where I believe I think in the first episode, you said something that really resonated with me, which was just like, I guess I'm just gonna drink ten beers like a psycho, (laughs) and I was like, oh yeah, I know that feeling. it's exactly how i handled a big chunk of this pandemic shit as well
2: oh yeah i mean because what you know when i was sober because i was also sober for the first two weeks of the quarantine because i just like everybody thought that i had it because i'd been performing i'd done three shows the three nights before quarantine So those I took fourteen days and I was sober and like exercising and taking vitamins and just worrying all the time. Right and then once that got over I was like, well I guess I'll just be drunk for three (laughs) months by my (laughs) by myself.
0: Yeah. Oh man. And then like, you don't even like realize it until like it just dawns on you occasionally when you're like, you wake up hungover and you're like, wait, when was the last time I didn't get drunk last night? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, and it's like, a, seriously, like for me, I was having a conversation with somebody and I was like, I was like, I don't think I've not had some kind of substance in my body since quarantine started. And I still think that's the case. I haven't been a hundred percent sober one day of this thing. It doesn't mean I've been fucked up every single day, but I've been a little intoxicated at least. And that is a little, a little suspect. You start, you start to think about things.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I guess as far as just my mental health during this, I, you know, I've had like the virus level breaks. All of my like breakdowns have been like, Oh my God, I don't have any money or I'm going to die or there's no future for the world. And then I start, you know, playing Splatoon and it all all goes away.
0: You're like, oh yeah, all these non-binary inklings are going to cheer me up.
2: (laughs) I just like to paint with all the colors of the rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) what, uh, What was bad for my drinking was I would just be sitting in a chair and like, I don't know about you, but if I'm not like up, or like saying words out loud or walking around i don't really notice that i'm drunk so right. i would so i would just drink you know 14 beers and then get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> to go yeah. to bed and they'd be like, oh man, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I didn't even get to enjoy it. I was just it was just like resting in my body.
0: For me, the thing that I, I get that to an extent, not as aggressive of a of a switch, because like I would get up, I'd be like on my couch, either watching a movie or playing video games. But like I would get up every like hour to have a cigarette, and then by like cigarette three, I like kind of stumble opening my door. I'm like, Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. This is we've got here now. Cool. I guess I'll have another swig just straight from a bottle of jameson because why would i even dirty my shot glasses at this point
2: (laughs) on uh on the fourth of july i went to the bayou with a couple of friends and uh i was drinking you know like fourth of july style drinking like early in the day like light crisp beers that you can have a thousand of yeah somebody somebody had a cigarette and i had one cigarette and i wound up smoking a fucking pack and a half <laughs> oh, no i don't oh, no i very rarely smoke like i'll i smoked like one cigarette every week every two weeks and that was with somebody like at a bar that was smoking so right I, that was my like quarantine kind of all right you are you are a slave to whatever you see you are a monkey <laughs> If somebody was like eating a bunch of cranberries, I would have gone out and bought a bunch of cranberry. I'm just stupid. So. Oh yeah,
0: that's a, that's absolutely how I fallen in all this shit. Is like my my neighbor upstairs. Like I was like talking to him while we were both out smoking. He's like, "Oh, I have acid, by the way. Should we do acid?" And I'm just like, "Oh, you have drugs? Yeah, I'll take them. Like I don't care what the <laughs> drugs are. Like that's how I got Xanax and I got like Adderall and like all this shit. It's like, yeah, just whatever's around. Like I'm not going anywhere today. Just put drugs in my system. <laughs> just like I have no willpower whatsoever. It's just like I want to feel different and." Uh, <laughs> And yet I smoke about a pack a day in quarantine, even though I told myself uh, last year, I was like, oh, once I hit 30, I'm going to try to quit smoking. And then I turned 30 in June of this year. And so I was like, well, all those resolutions are fucking shot. Like, I'm not going to try to quit smoking (laughs) now because I'm allowed to be a scumbag.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's really been the thing, too, because the drinking and the drugs, it's like, well, now's the time. I don't I don't have anything else
0: to do. Yeah, I was like, why, why not find out what my limits are?
2: <laughs> uh, happy belated birthday.
0: Oh, yeah, was, thank you.
2: I was thinking about uh, my birthday last year, which was uh, at the end of May. We watched Lo- Loquisha.
0: Yes, I actually brought that up <laughs> yesterday at a Google Hang with a friend of mine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that movie came up. I was like, oh, that was when Andrew Polk, we celebrated his birthday by watching Loquisha. <laughs> and then... In the same week, I watched it again for a podcast. <laughs> it was <laughs> insane. That was a great time, though.
2: Yeah, I, I think that might be a new birthday tradition for me.
0: Watching shit movies?
2: <laughs> Watching specifically
0: Loquisha. <laughs> it's like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Loquisha is my birthday movie. <laughs> oh, God. Did you watch it this for your birthday this year and when you were in quarantine? <laughs> No, this
2: year I watched my ceiling fan spin in circles.
0: (laughs) Which, ironically, is still a better film than LaQuisha.
2: Absolutely. Um, Not (laughs) nearly as offensive. (laughs) Yeah,
0: way less white guys doing stereotypical black woman voice. Uh, Well,
2: the the fan is brown, so a little bit (laughs) of an upgrade.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's got a couple different settings. You can oscillate from side to side, and if you pull the pin up, it goes... (laughs) it does shag it does late 90s early 2000s r&b sensation shaggy (laughs) i'm trying to
2: picture picture the fan you're describing and i'm completely (laughs) lost you mentioned the pen (laughs) oscillating to the side i don't i don't even know what you mean
0: i think it's a fan of breitbart i think it's what it is i think it's what it is hey we have fun here Speaking of we have fun here, uh, we mentioned it earlier, but you, are you still, uh, you still got your, uh, your podcast going on. People can find that right. Where, uh, where can people find your, 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 your deets and your, your cast?
2: Um, I, my podcast, my solo podcast, I wish I was dead is on, uh, iTunes and Spotify. And I have a much more regionally based sports podcast with a local writer named, uh, Scott Kushner. It's called uh Polk and Kush. It's on Spotify and iTunes, too. It's a lot of goofing around until sports comes back. <laughs> yeah, you know. vamping
0: for the return of sports.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about, like, hey, did you see them, eSports? Boy, that guy sure did play League of Legends.
0: <laughs> Look at it. Oh, wow. A c- controversy in the competitive Smash Bros. community today, because it turns out also Smash players, like every other man, are terrible and sexist and weird and predators. <laughs> that oh, happened that a is- few weeks was a thing that happened. I think it was in the streaming or competitive esports world. There was some Smash player and some other like streamers that also are like rapists. I'm like, of course, of course they are. They're men.
2: <laughs> who, uh, well, who is his main?
0: Uh, <laughs> probably Little Mac. <laughs>
2: oh no, Gannon.
0: Yeah, All of the toxic characters. <laughs> Fucking Incineroar.
2: <laughs> it would be fucked up if he was playing with like uh, Isabelle. <laughs> or I'm trying to think if there's like any other like little girl characters. Oh, the the ice climbers. <laughs> yeah, they're non-binary, but sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're 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 actually ex- lab experiments. I think they don't. <laughs> they're like they're like uh, what is it? Uh, quicksilver and and the other one from Age of Ultron. I can't remember uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's... I know that if they played Overwatch, their main was definitely Genji or Hanzo. <laughs> That's all I got for that. Because I, I I'm new to Overwatch, so I'm like all about like coming up with bits that people have been talking about for four years in that game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I uh, I had a similar thing like uh, two months ago. Everything I was tweeting was about Breaking Bad because I was watching it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. You're like, man, I can't believe it. <laughs>
2: I wasn't just like tweeting stuff that everyone knew from I'd be like, this is fucked up that he has a green car in season three, episode two, but in episode three, (laughs)
0: everyone's just like, what are you doing, Andrew? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of social media, where can people find you if they uh, if they wish to do so here on the social medias?
2: I am on Twitter at Colton Burpo. (laughs) Oh, yes. That's right, Colton Burpo. I fucking stole his Twitter handle, and he ain't getting it back, baby.
0: (laughs) For people who are unaware, that's the boy who saw God, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was a book called uh, Heaven is for Real, and it's a story about this kid, you know, he got kicked in the head by a mule or something and went into a coma, (laughs) and while he was in the coma, I guess he hung out with God, they played dodgeball, and then he (laughs) came to... You know how four year olds come back to life and they tell you something and you go, Oh yeah, that's true. I'll write a book
1: about it.
0: <laughs> I think that's where I think that's where anti-vaxxing started. <laughs> a four year old almost died from like the mumps or something and he comes back and he's just like, The vaccination did this. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, okay, I guess you're right then.
2: He's like, oh, uh, when I was uh, asleep, I saw God, and He said that I don't have to do homework anymore. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. he said, and he said I could have chocolate for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Colton Burpo on Twitter, and then you're on uh, Instagram as Nude Karate Man. Is that correct? I don't want people following me on there. Come on. (laughs) All right. Well, then we will scratch that from the episode. Yeah, I'll just put my my Instagram handle there instead.
2: You can you can say it. yeah. I'm on Instagram at Nude Karate Man. I uh, I post to my stories. My feed is pretty fucking boring, but my stories usually have a goof or two in them. Oh, and, you gotta have uh, a goof. I, I've been goofing. I <laughs> specifically have a COVID nineteen story saved on my Instagram page. That uh, if you're new to the Polk fan club, go check it out.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. That's a good tease. I like that shit. <laughs>
2: I'll give you the first one is a picture of Chris Dorner and it says practice social distancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of this HBO miniseries, go over to <laughs> at nude <Noon> karate man. <laughs> Uh, As for me, everybody, you can find me at KB Anderson, Yo, and all the things, you know, that already, probably. Uh, And if you want more content like this, hey, why not go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review and consider giving me small amounts of money every month. Uh, I will use it only for good, I swear. And, you know, you get extra episodes and maybe some, uh, maybe some face masks if I get that shit going. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe we'll make some, maybe I should do brand like bleak and review face masks. I think that could be fun. I just put my face on it. Oh, yeah, I like it. Or just like the bottom half of my face, so it's just like my mouth, <laughs> like a Tim you and Eric should, bit. Yeah, be smoking a
2: cigarette in the mask, though. Like, have a cigarette <laughs> hanging out in the photo oh. you used for it.
0: Oh, these no, these masks will have a perforated cigarette hole in them. They will be useless.
2: <laughs> just some nice, like, mesh mask. I like it. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like look, i saw somebody post some meme of like kanye's mask or it was like the shutter shades but it was a face mask <laughs> i thought that was pretty <laughs> great that fuck oh we didn't even get to talk about kanye that's all right we'll have you back on to talk about kanye next time he does something stupid so like in a week
2: yeah, uh, i'll be back <laughs> on fucking friday
0: <laughs> uh andrew thank you so much for being here man it was uh great to talk to you
2: yeah it's good catching up buddy thanks so much for having me
0: of course, if we're ever allowed to travel again, I'm going to come to New Orleans and we're going to uh, stare at each other from 12 feet away and have a great time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Looking
0: forward to it. All right. Until next week, everybody, this has been Bleak Review. Have a great rest of your whatever day this is that you're listening to. Andrew, say goodbye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. Bye.